I'm going to talk about abortion, and I'm going to talk about some stuff that's gross. And I listened to this podcast before I made this intro, and usually before I say something that's incredibly gross, I warn you by saying it, what's coming up is gross. But I think I'll just do a general warning right now. Stuff coming up is gross on the Anti-Woke Podcast. thing I forgot to mention later, there's something called the Freedom of Choice Act. And it's a bill that basically codifies Roe v. Wade, makes abortion legal across the nation. It's a federal bill. And I think they've been, you know, Democrats have occasionally tried to pass it for like 30 years. Bill Clinton was thinking about passing it. Obama was talking about passing it. Obviously, it has never been passed. What's kind of funny is Obama said what he was going to do on his very first day as president was pass the Freedom of Choice Act. But instead of doing that, on his very first day, he bailed out Wall Street. So basically, the Republicans have been telling the truth when they say they're anti-abortion rights. And the Democrats have kind of been lying when they say they're pro-abortion rights. So I looked up some stuff about abortion, and Bill Maher's doing a, he's talking about it on his podcast, so I thought I'd talk about it some more. First thing is, what is life? What does it mean to be alive? I think the definition is something like you have to, you know, it's a a thing that can reproduce and a thing that can eat, basically. Obviously, plants are alive. They do reproduce. They don't eat with their mouth, but, you know, they they eat, they they consume, whatever you want to call it. And that's why uh, viruses are not considered to be alive. They do reproduce. But they don't consume, whatever, eat, consume, I guess I'll just say consume. Whereas bacteria, they take stuff in and they reproduce. So now is a fetus or an unborn baby, whatever you want to call it, is it alive? Actually, I've been learning. I've been learning. Ma, I've been learning some stuff. Um, so you have embryo first and then you have fetus. So... Now, an embryo or a fetus, or really even, you know, they can't reproduce. They do consume stuff, right? They're, getting, they're certainly getting nourishment from their mom. Or man with a uterus, or whatever they call it nowadays. But so it made me think for a second, well, they can't reproduce. They are consuming. But then I'm like, you know what? Like a five-year-old, they're not reproducing. They're definitely alive. So if a five-year-old is alive, then an embryo is alive, and so is a fetus. You know, so does that make them babies or not? I don't know, but they're definitely alive. And then, you know, can they just, they can't survive on their own, which is true, but I don't think that's a real valid way of looking at it because, you know, in the caveman days, a five year old probably can't survive on their own either without their mom. And, like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure in the next whatever years, we're going to create a machine that will just like be a, well, whatever. You just put the embryo into the machine, and the, and the machine grows the thing the whole way. So, you know, uh, you, can't, you can't go, I don't think you can go on um, just, you know, when it can survive on itself, on its own. There's a word for that. I forget what that is. But anyways, being able to survive on its own, that was one of the things that they decided for the, the Roe v. Wade and the Casey. The Supreme Court had something, in, oh, viability. Supreme Court had something in there like, is it viable on its own? And that was a criteria of some sort. All right, so now let's lay down some facts. So I looked up a picture of 
you know, what a fetus slash embryo slash baby looks like, you know, at different weeks. And it looks like they call it an embryo up to 10 weeks. And it's a little thing. It has like a head and a body. It doesn't have much more than that. It doesn't have skin. You know, it's all like, well, you know, you know how they look. It's kind of red and purple. It doesn't, doesn't have skin. It's kind of funny. All the pictures of whatever, gestation period or fetuses and stuff uh, online, they're all white babies. So you get to watch them get, you know, and that's kind of the... That's kind of where it really turns into a baby is when it gets its skin and uh, whatever. Every picture is of white babies getting white skin. But it looks like after 10 weeks, it's a fetus. It goes from embryo to a fetus. And it probably depends on the situation or something. But like in the 8 to 12 weeks, that's when it goes from... I mean, it always has the head. But like the body goes from just kind of a lump to having... doesn't have fingers yet, but it goes from being a lump to having arms legs and torso and it's starting to get some skin and then at 16 weeks it's just a tiny 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 little baby like 16 weeks you know it'd be a pre i mean we don't have the technology to keep them alive but at 16 weeks it looks like a crazy teeny little premature baby and so i'm pro well i almost said pro life there i'm pro choice and I think my opinion has always been that, uh, whatever, you can abort any time you want, right up to the very last, you know, right when you're having um, contractions, right? Contractions start quick. Get your abortion if you want one. But I'm about to talk about Europe, basically Europe, and then looking at these pictures, and I think, uh, I don't know, somewhere around, I think, you know, somewhere around 12 to 16 weeks, I think that's right. I think that's right. You're going from something that don't look like no baby at all to something that looks absolutely like a baby. Okay, so I'm going to give various facts. And, I, you know, I, whatever. I'm going to get some of them from uh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher's podcast. It's free. You know, it's like you're getting HBO for free. I absolutely highly recommend that podcast. It's hilarious. It's probably the funniest thing. I mean, you know... Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Kimmel, I mean, I don't watch those guys, but they are absolutely not funny at all compared to Bill Maher. And Bill Maher's not woke. I mean, he loves smoking marijuana, he loves black prostitutes, but he's also not woke. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. So the first thing he mentions, and the thing that I recently learned, is Europe, like America is way more pro-abortion than Europe. You know, like normally Europe is on the left, left wing, you know, Britain, Norway, Sweden, whatever. Normally they're to the left of America, us Trump supporting uh, mega racists. But in any case, Europe goes from, I think they go from 12 to 16 weeks. I think most of them are 12 weeks. You know, abortion is like totally legal all, all across Europe pretty much at 12 weeks. And then depending on the country, I think like France just changed their laws the other like maybe in the last year or something to go from up to 14 weeks. They allowed up to 14 weeks. But basically, that's kind of what's changed my mind. After looking at what the baby looks like and learning that Europe, which is totally, I mean, they're totally woke, they're totally left-wing, and they even draw the line at about the 12 to 16-week range, um, I think that's the right one. But anyway, so there you go. Europe does not allow you to do it at eight and a half months. All right, quick stats from Bill Maher. Uh, most people who are pro-life in America are women. 
I mean, basically, these are things that just kind of destroy the pro-choice, even though I'm pro-choice um, position. Because one of their things is like, you know, my body, my choice, and I don't want no old white men telling me what to do with my body. And so, and I, you know, I'm, I knew this. Anyways, I'm always waiting for like a reporter interviewing to someone to say, well, what about a young woman telling you what to do with your body? Anyways, no one ever asks them that. But anyways, women, just because you're a woman, don't make you pro-choice. In fact, I guess it makes you more likely to be pro-life. Yeah, also, most abortions, I think 60% off is my recollection, um, are done by women who already have a kid. Okay, this ain't from Bill Maher, but I've been looking up some stats. Let's throw one in here. So I was trying to find the world record for most abortions. Obviously, the Guinness Book does not uh, keep track of that. But there's an article called Abortion Addict Confesses 15 Procedures in 16 Years. And it's from ABC News in 2009, if you want to look it up. But in any case, so at least one person has had 15 abortions. And I think she was a mom. She was a mom when she, before, whatever, she, she had a baby before she started having abortions. And you can go read the article, like, you know, she had a husband that, she and her husband didn't get along, although they stayed together a long time, 15 abortions worth. But it was a, it was a traumatic thing. I mean, you can kind of imagine. But this article has stats. So, I think it's 60% of people who have abortions already had a kid, and then... 50%, half of people who have an abortion, go on and have another abortion. So a lot of people have more than one. Well, in fact, let's put that in here. One in four American women have had an abortion. I mean, obviously that's women who are old enough to get pregnant. Okay, and 10% of people who have an abortion go on to have three or more. I mean, I'm not judging, but these are just interesting stats. And I've said this before, and it's going to apply to what I talk about later. But Bill Barr is just now learning that most abortions are done with a pill. It ain't surgical anymore. They call that medicine. They call that a medical abortion. I guess you got like a doctor as a medical doctor versus a surgeon who's a surgical doctor. <laughs> Anyways, medical abortion means done with a pill. Surgical abortion means, you know, someone's going into the hoo-ha and doing something. Okay, well that was pretty much the... Stats that Bill Maher brought up, and then he asks, uh, hey, we're not going back to 1973, you know, this is, this is pills that can be sent through the mail, uh, what do you guys think, right? And he's got, he's got to have woke people on there to talk, and the woke guy's like, yeah, but you know, they're already trying to make the pill illegal, sending the pill through the mail illegal. And so now I'm going to tell you some stats about the pill, the abortion pills, the abortifacients, abortifacients pills so the abortion pills it's a two pill combo i have a long time ago i did a podcast about this and i thought it was just one of them but it's two of them and i don't know if i'm saying them right but it's mifepristone and mifo uh misoprostol and whatever i thought that was kind of funny because it sounds like miso horny so it's like miso horny mifoprostone miso horny misoprostol but in any case, you take one and it does something to the lining of the uterus that makes it hard for the baby to, or whatever, to attach. And then the other one, the second pill, misoprostol, causes um, a miscarriage. And originally it was allowed to be used in the first seven weeks of pregnancy. 
and then I think they upped that to 10 weeks of pregnancy. So then I looked it up, like, what about after 10 weeks? And the answer is, you could do it, I mean, whatever. There's, you're supposed to be supervised by a doctor after 10 weeks, but they still use it. They still do medical abortions with those two pills up to 24 and a half weeks, I think, is current FDA limit. And as you, towards, you get towards the end, they have to do gross stuff like... I mean, I, you know, I hate to tell you guys this, but anyways, they have to, like, send a needle in and uh, euthanize the baby. If you're, you know, if you're at the 24th week, they got a... What's it called? It's feticide. And this is... I mean, I'm not joking. They call it feticide. You got to do a little feticide at 24 weeks, but they still use those two pills. Or maybe only the second one at that point. I mean, this is gross, but I mean, I, you know... I guess, you know, 24 weeks, if you don't do the feticide, maybe you're just inducing uh, labor. Whatever. This is the Anti-Woke Podcast, and when I talk about abortion, I don't mess around. You got babies without skins that have to get lethal injections for induced frickin' labor. Gross. But so, like, you listen to the media, and so the woke media, which is who I listen to, I mean, they're woke pieces of crap, and they're liars, but... They still are the media, and there ain't really no alternative. I'm not going over to whatever. I'm not, I'm not really even going over to Fox News, even though they're actually pretty good. But when you listen to people talking about this, I mean, it's a bunch of uh, catastrophizing. You know, they're trying to get people riled up to go vote or something. Um, and they're like, oh, my God, you know, there's just going to be, you know, women with ec- ectopic pregnancies just dying left and right. There's going to be whatever, rape victims and incest victims left and right having to carry their rapists and, you know, dads, kids to term. And long story short, none of that's going to happen because you can send this pill through the mail. And so let's finish off the pill before we talk about those those things I just mentioned. But so, it's funny because, I mean, the timing on this stuff is, uh, whatever. It's not a conspiracy, it's just coincidence. But because of... COVID and the lockdowns and the blah, blah, the FDA allowed um, doctors to prescribe these abortion pills when you talk to them online, right? You know, basically you do a, do a Zoom call or whatever. You do an online call with a doctor and they can give you the prescription and they can send it to you through the mail, which was not previously legal. But because of COVID, and they're like, oh, you can't, get, can't make it to the doctor because the doctor's thing is closed because of COVID? Well, here, you can do it basically online and through the mail. And so what's kind of funny about that is that stuff happened under Trump. Like, the FDA under Biden has extended that. I think under Trump, they just said, okay, for the next year or whatever. Anyways, and under Biden, they're like, okay, now for the foreseeable future. But so, anyways, the FDA has made it so you can get the stuff through the mail. And like I say, it's up to 10 weeks. And so kind of that means... Until you get your next president in there who might tell the FDA to stop allowing this stuff, um, whatever, people are going to be able to get it through the mail. Now, it's kind of interesting. So drugs are controlled by the federal government, the FDA, but doctors are actually controlled state by state. So states can pass laws. Mississippi can pass a law saying its doctors can't do abortions. So people are going to have to kind of go online to out-of-state doctors to get their pills. So we'll kind of see how this goes. But, you know, that, that made me look up, like, how long do these pills... What's the shelf life of these pills? And the answer is two years. So, like, right now, you might want to... Hey, ladies. No ladies listen to me, my podcast. But, hey, ladies. 
you might want to go out and get yourself some of those pills. They last for two years. I mean, when they say they last for two years, that means rock solid guaranteed lasts for two years. They probably last for double that. You know, I think when they do shelf life stuff, they put in a big margin of error. So they probably last for four years. So you might be like, hey, I might get pregnant. Or you might be like, you know what? My daughter might get pregnant or my friend got, might get pregnant. I mean, I think this is what's going to happen across America are going to be like, you know, is there any chance that you might know someone who's going to get pregnant and want an abortion? Well, maybe you should just grab a couple of those pills now before it gets too difficult and just save it for them for later. All right, just some other stats. So 1% of abortions are because of rape. 0.5% of abortions are because of incest. I mean, I think incest is almost, it's almost always rape. I hope it's rape. I hope the girl didn't I hope the girl didn't agree to do that with the boy. And then I try to figure out like how many pregnancies are going to kill the woman, right? Like you know, that's the uh, the three things. You're like, "Okay, you can have this abortions from here to here or you can't have abortions from here to here." And then people are always like, "What about incest? What about rape? And what about life of the mother? The mother will die if this baby is not aborted." And so I don't know, the answer. I couldn't find the answer to that, but there's a famous, the, the, the example that people always bring up is something called an ectopic pregnancy. And that's where the embryo has implanted itself in something other than the uterus. I think usually it's in the fallopian tubes, but basically it's in the wrong part. It's in the wrong part of the body and it starts growing. And if you have a baby growing in the wrong part of your body, body uh, you will probably die. But, so anyways, that thing's like 1 in 200,000 pregnancies are ectopic, so I have no idea if that means that life of the mother stuff is incredibly rare, but I kind of think it is. I kind of think it is. They're not, you know, you go online, they're not like, oh yeah, tons of them are going to kill them on. They're like, I think, you know, I think they're, they're hiding it. They're hiding the number, so that makes me think it's very, very rare, but I could be wrong. And then something else that's interesting, uh, currently two-thirds of Down syndrome fetuses are killed. And so, you know, like, you know, when I was a kid, you used to see people with Down syndrome around. And I don't ever see any Down syndrome people today. So, depending on what these laws do, we may start seeing people with Down syndrome again. And that's two-thirds are killed in America, 90% of them are killed in Europe. So, like, Europe doesn't have no Down syndrome kids anymore. I mean, they're kind of cute. I used to work at a movie theater, and then there was some sort of group of Downs kids that would get br brought to the movies all together, like, uh, occasionally. And, be like, and I, I was the guy who tore the tickets. So there'd just be, like, a whole bunch of Down syndrome kind of kids to young adults, and I'd be tearing their tickets, and they were cute. And the other thing is you can buy the pills from other countries. So, you know, even if the FDA is like, you can't do it across state lines or something. Um, apparently, India. India makes the pills, and you can buy them from India, but it takes 15 days, usually, to get your pills from India because it's so far away. So, if you're into this stuff, I mean, basically, you need to buy them in advance. I mean, that's whatever. I'm not a woman. I'm not getting pregnant. I'm not going to have an abortion, but... I would just buy the pills from India. I don't know, do a Google search about buying pills from India. And uh, you just want to buy them in advance. And it makes me think, I have a friend who was like a hippie back in the early 70s. And she knew a bunch of women who, this is going to be gross too. Anyway, she knew a bunch of lesbians who kind of like had a commune. And they all lived together and they are all lesbians. 
And I guess they all hated men. I mean, this is, you know, this is classic, classic back-in-the-day back feminism stuff. And yet they wanted to get pregnant. They didn't like men. They wanted to get pregnant. So for some reason, well, I'm not even going to go. Okay, this, is get, this gets too gross. But using a turkey baster and their gay male friends, they somehow all got pregnant. I mean, hell, that's gross enough. And what was kind of funny was I think every one of the kids they had was a male baby. But in any case, I just think of women like that. I don't, they don't quite exist to that hardcore anymore today. But, like, you know, women like that would just be stockpiling these pills from India and just being getting ready, like, oh, I'm going to give it to everyone. I mean, you know, some people, some people are, like, pro-choice. Some people are pro-abortion, so, you know. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm getting off the rails here. Uh, there you go. Uh, something else crazy going on that I should mention. Um, in California, if your baby, like, you know, your born baby, like a real honest-to-God baby, dies in the first week, then they've passed a law saying, do not look into that. So, you know, you can fill in the blanks there. That's a little crazy. I was listening to some comedian, and he's like, I think abortion should be legal until a thousand weeks. He's like, I I'm going to walk around with a shovel... And I'm going to help people do abortions up to a thousand weeks. And like the guy he's talking to is like, what are you talking about? That's like 20 years old. He's like, yeah, yeah. If someone's an asshole, I'm going to hit him in the back of the head with a shovel and call it an abortion. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.